What is good, everybody? This is the Omnius Podcast, aka Top Notch Information. All right. This is where you are going to get self improvement and where you also are going to be enlightened on particular issues at hand. By yours truly, I am Tyrone. Welcome to the Omnius Podcast. This is episode 24. And as you can see in the title, we are going to get active. All right. Shout out to Mediocre Tutorials and the View. Uh, Mediocre tutorials and reviews. Uh, <laughs> if y'all haven't checked out his page, but uh, anyways, what we're dealing with here is that we're dealing with media or media. All right, we're dealing with the illusion that is being put on black people and, and have been put on black people for a very long time. As one scripture says that you know uh, the Israelites are under a set of delusion, a strong delusion. May I say, and the God of the Bible is a delusional God, right? Uh, let me let me rephrase that. He's a trickster God that inflicts people with delusions and tricks and all this other type of stuff. And as we all know, black people, nine out of ten worship who? The God of the Bible. So with black people worshiping the God of the Bible, they have took him. Uh, they have taken matters into their own hands of being servants rather than being the ones who are on top. They don't mind being the tail and being at the bottom of the pit and being a last and second thought. So with all this in mind, the difference between what you're dealing with white Christians and black Christians is that white Christians have taken on the perception of God. They have taken matters into their own hands into which they will rule and colonize and do whatever is necessary to dominate. And when you tell this to black Christians, they will say this is not godly. This is not of God. But when you read the Old Testament, this is all the Israelites were doing towards other nations of people is that they were colonizing, that they were destroying and committing genocide. You know, against other nations of people. And this is the same thing in which the Jews, and in particular Caucasians, have done to everybody, um, specifically African people. But that's not what this video is about, alright? <laughs> um, but what I, what I want to emphasize here is that the media, or media, is doing a great job at inflicting illusion on black people. Because... I can't tell you for the past week how many black people are easily distracted by this Shakari Richardson situation. I mean, I can't tell you how many black women that I have been seeing posting about Shakari Richardson on their page and how many black men uh, post about Shakari Richardson on their page. And it's, it's crazy to me. Even aside from Shakari Richardson, it even with similar issues that even surround her, right? People will get into the subject of, oh, now the black woman's being, uh, being penalized or she's being disrespected and neglected. We've always been disrespected and neglected and unprotected. All this other type of stuff, right? And they're getting to this scenario where they're trying to make it a race thing. You know, now they're saying white supremacy is playing a hand in this. It was white supremacy and racism 
of for for the reason why Shakir Richardson isn't going to the uh, going to the Olympics or she's in a 30 day suspension. Now, mind you, she has already owned up to her mistakes. She has already owned up to what she has done, you know, in terms of uh, taking marijuana or taking drugs or weed as a as a cop out for her particular emotions towards her mother. You know what I'm saying? So for y'all to even go out and say this is white supremacy, this is racism, just stop the cap. You know, like... <laughs> She so already owned up to her mistakes, so there's no need for you to try and go out of your way to try and give her an excuse. Anyways, getting to the matters at hand, this always surround Medea, alright? And Medea, which we call Media, is a deity who is certainly known as the goddess of illusion, alright? Now... If I look on my computer here, I tried to look into the dictionary of ancient deities. I could not find her in there, um, but I was able to do some research and uh, come to find out Medea was a priestess or a devotee of the goddess uh, Hecate, uh, Hecate, the goddess Hecate uh, that is in the Roman and Greek mythology, uh, mythology, and she was considered one of the great sorceresses of the ancient world. Alright, and she has had her fair share in men, um, particularly with a man named Jason. And, you know, she, she has a very interesting story. I won't really go into detail on it, but I will say that she is particularly the influence for why we call media, you know, mainstream media, why we call media media. You know, uh, even when you look at the... If you ever seen the show American Gods, the show American Gods does a great a great job of giving a description of the goddess media. And she shows up in different forms. She shows up in different uh different body types, different forms, different disguises. She's she's always showing up in different archetypes in in the recent season uh season. She showed up as a black woman. To portray and to show that black women are a trend. Black women are the new image for deception. And uh, I almost want to say that black women, the image for black women is for being the image of buffoonery. And and I'm not saying, let me, let me clarify. I'm not saying the image of black women are buffoonery. But I'm saying that what they're doing now in the media and what the agenda is... Is to use black women for buffoonery. To use black women as a puppet. To use black women as a pawn. And so what better way to use black women as a pawn than to be that image. To make them see themselves as that image. To make them think that just because that their face is on a particular cover of a magazine. Or on a TV show. Or whatever the situation may be. Even on a dollar bill. That somehow they have some form of power. You know? So it was very interesting. You you should check out American Gods. It's a great show. Highly recommended. But getting to the matters at hand. I've been noticing that a lot of these so-called conscious and pro-black people. Aren't really conscious and pro-black. And I woke up this morning just thinking in the back of my head. Right? Because I woke up this morning. And I was talking with one of my friends. We was on the phone. Decided to go on Instagram. 
The first thing that I see on my story is that these three black women had in their hair protect black women. And I got to say that it really gets on my nerves to see this on and on and on again. Now, you might be a black woman listening to me and like, oh, here comes another black man talking down on black women. But hear me out, though, because it annoys me that constantly I see these so-called conscious and pro-black women constantly push this hashtag of protect black women. And they constantly push this quote that black women are the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected people in America. Now, for these same set of women who are so-called conscious and so-called woke to also be on this spiritual path and on this new age persona and to say that whatever you affirm into the universe and see into the universe will come back to you, these same women that encourage you to do affirmations, these same set of women tell you to say in the mirror I am beautiful I am love I am light money comes my way prosperity comes my way these are the same women that will rant on an everyday basis on a 24-7 and rant about how much black men don't love them about how much they've been disrespected and unprotected about how much nobody loves them about how much their men are the weakest length these are the same set of women the same set of women that said their men aren't no good. Where are the good men at? The same set of these, these are the same set of women. Now, how can you in your right mind say that you want to be respected and then at the same time say that you're the most disrespected? How can you say you want to be protected and then also say that you're the most unprotected? How can you say you want to be given attention to? But you also say that you're the most neglected. It does not go together. And see, I hate this victimhood that black people, and particularly black women, have uh, fed onto for the longest. For the past, at least for the, fa- for the past 50 years. It's, it's not getting us anywhere. It's not getting us as a people anywhere. And it's not getting us as when we're, when we're trying to build families. It's not getting us anywhere. Okay, we have come to the confession or we have come to the understanding that there is racism that there is white supremacy and that there is a system that plots against black people now what are you going to do about it besides marching besides making another hashtag besides ranting and chanting i can't breathe hands up don't shoot black lives matter besides all of that what are you going to do to change that for your personal life and most of them get silent. Most of them get emotional and will deflect. Most of them will try to call you any type of name out of the dictionary because you have challenged their way of thinking. And it's sad because most of these people do not understand that they are being brainwashed by the media. They think that if they post Black Lives Matter on their page that they're doing something. They think that if they post and continue to spread constant videos of black men and women getting shot down. That they're doing something. When they're actually contributing to the agenda of media. Because, see, media or Medea have many different archetypes to her. Originally, she's not really a bad figure if you really study Greek mythology. But Caucasians have taken media or Medea. And they have made mainstream media. And they utilize the power of media and the power of illusion to deceive you. 
And as it says in the Gnostic Gospel of the of Mary Magdalene, that and, and this is what Jesus was saying to Mary Magdalene, that you die and you suffer because you love the things that mislead you. You love the things that trick you. You love the things that deceive you. And as it also says in another passage in the Bible, that my people suffer for lack of knowledge. It tells you in another passage that you are the children of God and the sons and the children of the Most High, right? You are gods and, and children of the Most High, but you would die like men. All because that you love the things that mislead you. You always want to get into your carnal self. You always want the things that make you feel good. You always want to be deceptive. You always want to comply and be compromised. You let your emotions get the best of you. You let your anxiety and your fears get the best of you. And you don't want to know how to get out of that because now you have a particular, uh, whatever y'all want to call culture, that makes y'all think that being this type of way is normal. It's cute. You'll make posts about it. You'll, you'll joke around about it. You'll make memes about it. You'll tweet about it. Instead of doing what is necessary to actually change your condition. Which is beyond me. But getting back to the scenario at hand. Media is doing a great, a great job. I mean fantastic. Doing a fantastic job at deceiving black people. Doing a fantastic job of keeping black people in this constant state of mind of victimizing themselves. Whenever it comes to certain things that happen on their pedestal or, or their uh, not pedestal, their playing field. Whenever it comes to the scenario of black people playing in another person, in another man's playing field. They'll say, well, 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 when it happened for this person, that didn't happen or or. Or white people can do this. Why can't I do it? Or, or, you know what I'm saying? I always want to make up excuses. Instead of coming to the understanding that. They don't have to play by their own rules. You have to play by their rules. And unless you're willing to change those rules. Or comply to those rules. And play the game right. So that you can actually beat the game. And cheat the game. Then you're going to continue to live at the bottom. You're going to continue to be. What they call the servants, the puppets, the pawns, the sheep, the flock, whatever particular name you want to give yourself. All right. Stay in the fields. <laughs> Stay in the fields. Become a field Negro, house Negro, field Negro. It doesn't matter because you're still on the plantation. What are you going to do to make an effort to run for it? You know, it, and it's, it's crazy because a lot of black people love being in this constant state of victimization. They think that this is black power. There's no power in that. If you listen to one of my first episodes, I think it's either my first episode or my second episode. Um, and Dr. Kwame Torre talks about how we're, we're good at mobilizing, but we're not good at unifying. We can all speak on one accord. We can think on one accord. Or, or excuse me, we can we can uh, speak on one accord, we can act on one accord, but we don't think on one accord. We can all go out there and protest and say Black Lives Matter, I can't breathe, hands up, don't shoot, I just want to live, just singing, doing the Cupid Shuffle. Yeah, we could dance on one accord, we could do the Cupid Shuffle and the Cha-Cha Slide, but when it comes to unifying, when it comes to what actually needs to be done to actually preserve us as a people, 
everybody want to do something different. Yes, you, you disagree with police brutality, but you're still going back to Becky. Yes, you agree that whatever's happening to black people in terms of white supremacy is bad, but you don't think all white people are bad. You still have, you know, Charlotte and, and Todd and Oliver and, <laughs> and, and Medicine and, and Mackenzie for your best friends. You know, they're cool. And I'm not, and, and listen, I, I don't want you to get the, the wrong message out of this. I'm not saying that you can't have your white friends. I'm not saying that you can't be associated with and amongst white people. But what I'm telling you is that you have, you, you, you have this divert, you have this diversion going on with black people where you have to comply this way or the other way. You have this false dichotomy where you are either with us or against us. And as a as a result of this, it continues to fall apart. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's that crabs in a barrel concept that many black people don't like to use, but it's true. Because it doesn't matter how you look at it, the, the <laughs> black people just cannot stay on one accord. That's just how I see it. There's just no way around it. Black people just cannot stay on one accord for anything. Not in a comment section. Not not at a family reunion. It it is is beyond me. This is why I encourage black people to just stay amongst themselves within their inner circle, their clan, their little tribe, and build amongst their own. There is no saving the masses of black people. That's that's a that's an illusion. That's romanticism. There is no saving the masses. The masses were never meant to be saved. That's why it talks about in the in the Bible, narrow is the gate to the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? That's why it talks about the 144,000. 1 plus 4 plus 4 equals 9. That represents consciousness. But even with the metaphor and the analogy that they use, with only 144,000 will be saved. This even gives you a dynamic right or it gives you an example of the dynamic of how many people can actually receive this level of information receive this level of consciousness and actually be awakened to understand that they are under the matrix and you have so many people that will claim that they're not a part of the matrix when they are the, the main ones contributing to the matrix I, I see so many black people post about police brutality and post so much trauma on their page and they they act like they're they're informing people but they're not informing nobody they're instilling fear you're pushing the agenda i see i see certain women out here that post about uh sexual assault and and men uh preying on women and the message behind it is to instill fear not to bring information because when they post this in their caption or whatever uh, above it on the story. Oh my God, my heart was pounding. Oh my God, I, it's just so fearful out here for us. As you're not helping. You're not. <laughs> you you can't have people think of the worst case scenario when they walk outside. You're gonna be like SpongeBob in that episode where, uh, when he was, what was he doing? He was uh, sliding off the mountain and then he broke his butt, <laughs> or whatever the case is. And he just wanted to stay indoors because he didn't want to uh, be interacting with anything concerning danger. Not even the bare minimum. 
right? You don't want to be like SpongeBob with, with having a used napkin, a penny, and a chip. But that's what some people will make you believe. And this is the same thing they tried to do last year with uh, the whole COVID and the pandemic. That you, you need to stay indoors and, and don't go outside and all this type of stuff. Now people done got fatter. People are losing a sense of, of interaction with the sun. They don't want to be active as much. You know what I'm saying? People getting sicker. People dying. And the, and the reason why the, the rates of dying off were, were so bad. It's because people weren't active as much. Also, people weren't given the, the right advice. They weren't given the right advice to actually know how to maintain and stabilize their health. You know? And meanwhile, while they're telling you to stay indoors, make sure you, you can buy your food here. You can deliver your food there. All this junk food. Never instilling ways of, of how to you know, give you the proper health while you're staying indoors. No, never that. They would never tell you how to be healthy on your own. You have to pay for that. No, no, they would never tell you how to how to get rid of these type of diseases, even though COVID had a 99% rate of you living. Never. They would never, ever tell you how to get rid of it on your own. Because you must comply. You must compromise. So, to conclude this, I, like, like what I was talking about earlier, I was telling my friend that it's, it's just very fascinating that a lot of people like to stay in this victim mindset. Like, for them to continue to push certain hashtags like protect black women or black lives matter. And, and even when feeding on to certain situations like with Shakari Richardson and then trying to blame it on white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long is it going to take for black people to absolutely get on one accord and actually understand how this world works? The answer is, there there won't be. <laughs> there won't be a black utopia or an uprising of a revolution. At least not in my lifetime. I've all, and I always tell people this, that it won't happen in my lifetime. It might happen in my grandchild lifetime but it will not happen in my lifetime you know so when, when it comes to this illusion it's so easy to distract black people all you gotta do is make a black face seem like that they are the, the best person out here possible they did the same thing with Obama you know what I'm saying now they're doing the same thing with Shakari that's all you gotta do just put a black person in front of them And we can't be so easily distracted by certain things like this, right? And, and the only reason why I give it the time of day, the, the time of day, not because of them personally, but because of how my own people give attention to these type of things. And I'm here to let you know that, hey, they are distracting you. Hey, this, this isn't really what you think it is. And I, I didn't have anything personally against Shakira Richardson. But I'm not going to say I was much of a supporter either. And I just made a I made a podcast last week on Shakira Richardson. I just posted that. You know, and people were hating on me for that. And now, you know, the true colors are starting to arise. And, and I don't know if it's going to get worse from here. Or whatever the case may be. 
But, you know, I was having a conversation with one of my friends, um, the same friend I was talking about earlier. And I was telling her, you know, I've been having this thought in the back of my head of whether or not Shakira Richardson is a pawn. You know, and I'm glad I, I could have this conversation with her because she's very open minded. Because if I could, if I had this conversation with any of these these pro so called conscious women on my Instagram, it would just be it just it would just go downhill from there. But <laughs> I I said I told her I told her in the back of my head I was like, what if she sacrificed her mother for fame? You know what I'm saying? And I and I gave her examples of like Kanye West and Megan Thee Stallion. When their when their mothers died, their their the whole career skyrocketed after that. The whole career skyrocketed after that. So the same thing with Shakira Richardson. What if she sacrificed her mother in order to get what needed to be done? In order for her to be considered the fastest woman in America, and then also be humiliated because she is on a thirty day suspension because of marijuana. You know, it's a thought in the back of my head. I haven't really said it on Instagram, you know, said it on social media and saying that this is why and this is what it is. But it's a theory. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's just in the back of my head. It's just a thought. But if people don't know, most people, when they get into the industry, um, there's three ways in which you can, or, or four particularly, but three ways in which you can rise up to fame. Now... The reason why I say four particularly is because there's one time, there's one way in which you're you're just independent, right? And and you're responsible for your success. But if you really want to get up there, up there where little Uzi and Six Nine and Beyonce, you have to do some stuff. You want to get up there with the baby, you have to go and do something. Whether it's sacrificing your mother or your father, somebody close to you, whether it's a humiliation ritual. Like when the baby had to wear a diaper, or when you if you have to wear a dress, or a homosexual ritual in which you get fucked in the ass. You have to do something orgies or whatever the case is. Probably had to spend the night with Biggie, uh, not Biggie, P Diddy. Whatever the scenario may be. But it's just it's just a thought in the back of my head. You know, don't get in your feelings. Just just something to ponder on just something for you to think about but that's all the time that i have for today hopefully you got something out of this podcast thank you for listening you know um i know i've I've went about 30 minutes into this podcast but (laughs) it, it was just something that was pondering in the back of my head and i just had to get it out so you know that's that the the situation is beyond me but Thank you for listening to my podcast episode. If you feel like this was very informative and enlightening, share this podcast episode with other people. Until next time, I'm Tyrone, and I am out.